0: is a struggle and you have a hard time trusting the people you've hired, but you still have hope that you can build a team that doesn't rely on you to function. When that happens, you know you're regaining time, freedom, and bandwidth. Yes, it's possible. Tune into this episode to hear the four things that might be holding you back from having a self-managing team that doesn't require you to look over their shoulders. Welcome to the Small But Mighty Agency Podcast. If you're a creative consultant or agency owner who wants to know what the roller coaster ride really looks like to grow your business from one to many, you're in the right place. My guest and I pull back the curtains on the realities of growing and running agencies of different sizes. And what it takes to build a team. And if you're anything like me, you want more than the highlight reel. You want to learn from the mistakes of others so that you can stop short of making the same mistakes. I'm your host, Audrey Joy Kwan. I spend my days as a coach and consultant to multiple six and seven figure agency owners. For the last seven years, I've been behind the scenes helping people grow, lead, and operate small but mighty agencies. Here at the Small But Mighty Agency podcast, we'll uncover what works and equally as important what didn't work to get these business owners to where they are today. Hey, welcome to the Small But Mighty Agency podcast. Today's episode is a solo one. If you're a business owner who has asked yourself the question, how do I get more clients or make more money without overworking and putting out fires constantly? This episode's for you. You might have heard things like you need systems and processes. You need to build a team. And maybe you're past the point already and have a team, but you still feel like you're on the hamster wheel. In this episode, we're going to talk about how to create a self-managing team so that you can actually gain back time freedom. The truth, you can have all the systems and processes, but if you don't know how to develop a self-managing team, you won't be able to get off the hamster wheel. Here's my definition of a self-managing team. It's motivated people who are inspired towards a vision and empowered with processes, tools, and resources. You hear that and you think, yes, I just need to hire motivated people. Of course, a self-managing team is about hiring the right people and having the right people in the boat matters, but it doesn't begin or stop there. Today, I'm going to share four things to consider when creating a self-managing team. So let's get to it. Number one, get out of the self-employment mindset trap. When business owners get stuck here, they can't grow. So what is a self-employment trap? It's when you become the chief of everything by day and juggling all the responsibilities and then firefighter by night, fixing all the problems and feeling like you don't have a team that you can trust. You're in this self-employment trap if you have poor communication with your contractors and need to feed every answer to your team mistakes are being made, balls are being dropped, details are being missed, and this may even cause you to lose a client. It could also mean that you're being held back in your marketing because if you turn on that marketing, you know that clients will come flooding in and that will give you a ton of anxiety. Plus you're maxed out with your time and bandwidth and so is your team. Before you know it, you're on this path to burnout. Or you want to burn the business to the ground. And so many of us make the next step of hiring someone thinking that they will solve all these problems. But when that hire doesn't work out, it only reinforces your belief that nobody can replace you, that nobody can do what you do in your business. And that just isn't true. You might not want to hear this. The challenge isn't always the new hire. It could be the challenge is that you're hiring out of desperation and missing the training it takes to build a self-managing team. The challenge could also be a mindset shift from doing to leading, and with the shift comes different action, which leads to the next three points. Understanding that self-managing teams are made, yes, they don't magically appear, sets you up to ask better questions so that you can get out of the self-employment mindset trap and build that team that can actually give you back time freedom. So what are the next steps? The second step is strategic and clear communications to your people. That is now your role as a leader. It's to share your vision, culture, and and business goals. It matters because it attracts the right people. Your role in building an A plus team is to communicate clearly. Your team has no idea where to steer the ship without you as its captain. To be a team player, they need you to share with them your vision, core values, and business goals. Vision attracts people who want to be on the same ship. Core values lead to culture, and it sets up the expectation of what is needed to succeed. Sharing your business goals is the compass. If people do not know what direction they need to go and measurements of success, then you can't blame them for not being a team player because they don't have an idea of how to play on the team. You may have thought about all these things before, but if you want buy-in from your people, it needs to be articulated. They need to hear it and they need to know how they are integral to the vision and the goals. Number three, do you have a hiring process to identify A-plus team players? And here's a hint. The hiring process doesn't start with the job description. It starts with getting clear on your team structure and outcomes before hiring because the worst thing you can do is bring somebody into a hectic situation where boundaries aren't defined, responsibilities aren't obvious, and key performance indicators aren't set. Even if they are an A-plus player, they won't stay for the mess and they can't read your mind. The first step is that you need an organizational chart. The organizational chart is used to outline critical information like key responsibilities, performance indicators, and desired skills or characteristics. From there, the organizational chart guides the development of a clear job description for hiring new team members. A great job description isn't just a task list. It identifies expectations. For example, if you were hiring a contracted account manager, the expectation is that they would own project management, strategy development, and client servicing. And to get even more granular so that you can get the right person on the team, you might consider identifying the percentage of the time this person may be spending in the job functions so that it's clear where they need to focus and can self-identify for fit. If you leave job descriptions too vague, you can get the wrong expectations because job titles and job names can be highly subjective. With your team structure and job description in play, it's time to create a hiring process that can be repeated to save you time. A hiring process doesn't need to be complicated, but it should give you the trust and confidence that you're hiring the right person. Number four, do you have processes that are more than just a task list and go the step further to empower people to own the work? Great processes and systems take into consideration the resources that people need. Do they need a guide, a template, or visual examples so that they can make a better decision? We don't just build a process once and it's done. When a team member bumps up against a real challenge on delivering in the workflow, it can be an opportunity to optimize and that makes your business better. As you build your Team, your focus shifts to making sure your people succeed. And there's a mentality switch from being the business owner that's, let's do it, let's get it done now, to slowing your role and having training for your people and creating systems so that they know how to do their best job. What I have found is that when somebody messes up in their first weeks, it's not because they showed up with the intent to mess it all up, they just didn't know better. You think they should have known and they didn't because they weren't properly trained. It's easy to blame individuals for mistakes or shortcomings, but the reality is as a leader of your business, you are responsible for making sure you have the processes in place for your people to succeed and the resources they need to own the work. There you have it, a snapshot of the four things to consider when creating a self-managing team. To recap, number one, recognize the self-employment mindset trap. Number two, have a strategic plan to communicate. Number three, get clear on your team structure and your key performance indicators for the people you want to hire before you establish your hiring process. And last but not least, number four, focus on setting others up for success with the right processes, delegation, and training. To grow a business to where you want it to be and to do the things you want to do in your business, you need to get good at building a self-managing team. As always, if you want to connect with me about an episode, email me at audrey at I want to invite you to the free strategic connections roundtable where creatives, consultants and service-based business owners can meet new business connections without the awkwardness of traditional networking. It's a curated experience where the group fit is curated so that connections and conversations thrive. That means that every month a strategic connections roundtable will bring together a group of service-based business owners in similar stages of business who can benefit from knowing each other so that you can make connections easier, share what your business offers, discover new resources and have an opportunity to mastermind a challenge. Save your free seat at audreyjoyquan.com forward slash strategic dash connections dash roundtable above all i care about genuine connections and authentic relationships in business if that's you check out the roundtable on curated networking experience today you can get all the details and onto the free invite list over at audreyjoyquan.com forward slash strategic dash connections dash roundtable or click on the link in the show notes right there in your podcast app thanks for listening to the small but mighty agency podcast if you enjoyed this episode please leave a review on itunes it would mean the world to me or send a screenshot on instagram while tagging me at Audrey Joy kwan